everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. And we hope that you are having a great month, great July, great summer. And thank you so much for taking your time and tuning into this episode or any other episodes. Um, and we really appreciate your time and um, thank you for taking us along with you on your daily routine. Yes, happy summer. I mean, I don't know about you, Lynn. I'm having a fun summer, even though I'm still in school and doing my I can MBA. tell. <laughs> but like, you're obviously still in school too. Are you having fun at least or just kind of like really busy with school? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not busy. It's just I'm like slowly checking out <laughs> oh, no, if I that know. makes sense like the oh. senioritis is kicking in it's, so it I'm just sense. waiting for this quarter to end um I would I have about like three weeks left mm. and then last quarter yeah and then I would be hold on it's end of it's like kind of end of July so about mm. four months wow. so I'm done with the program yeah it's going to go and then, fast. Yeah. And then three months until I take a registry. So that's oh, all I'm waiting yay. for. <laughs> that's exciting. Well, I mean, that's literally like for everyone that's been following along on your journey. It's so crazy because you're almost there. Um, there's this song um, that Jonas Brothers has and they're like, you know, it'll go by fast. So don't you blink. But it's like your two years is going by. It's, all, it's almost done. It's all mm-hmm. literally just gone so quickly well hopefully you're having fun at the same time um do you i know since you're like towards the end do you have any advice for those people who are still like starting out or like in their beginning stages since you're like almost near the finish line <laughs> i was like since you, you know how we like talk through every single stage of the whole process being a sonography student or mm-hmm. becoming a sonography student mm-hmm. um there's just many yeah of I don't want to say a face, but you know, like different parts of it. So for those of you who are waiting to start your program, enjoy your summer, enjoy your time off because it's going to take all your time. (laughs) And then for those of you who are like me in class in the summer while everyone is out and about, you can do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hang in there. And you know, push through. Yes. And then for those of you who are like me, um, have senioritis <laughs> and almost done checking out again, you can do it. I'm <laughs> She's doing it. That's why yeah, she's proof. Just, just keep going. What's that? The Nike line. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just do it. And, and then you'll Dory get Dory says, just keep swimming. Yeah. yeah so, you yeah. know, just, just, keep, just swimming. keep going. One day at a time. Yes. Um, I, with my MBA program, yes. I just passed my last class before the capstone yay so I just like just like you I literally for the whole entire June did not want to do anything I had like Jonas Brothers every weekend and I had a concert to go to and like I was just so busy that with school I was just like oh my gosh I'm just pushing it back pushing it back but I finally like kind of buckled down and I studied for a good two weeks and then passed that class which was really exciting and that's economics right yeah yeah, remember <laughs> when we were talking hard. about it? I was just like, I don't know anything about economics. But, you know, once you sit down and actually focus, 
you can learn a lot really fast. So I think that's something. And one thing I recommend doing is like, if you're really stuck, like turn your phone off or like, don't go on it. Cause I, I told my boyfriend, I was like, can you make sure I don't go on my phone? <laughs> Cause it's very distracting, you know? So that helped, but now I have one more class left before I finish. So and that's that, a very big class, right? Yeah. Capstone. Mm-hmm. So get, I guess it's like four different tasks and you have to write a huge paper and you have to send in a video because it's like you're you're preparing for your own type of business okay. project basically so we'll see how it goes and i'll update you guys but i'm excited for it more so because it's toward the end but i'm also worried that i'm gonna have that like i'm at the end so i don't want to push as hard you're gonna but, push it or postpone it later and later yeah. like you did with the last class <laughs> yeah like you go you go either way but that's where I'm at and I mean it's summertime so trying to enjoy life as much as we can too even though it's been pretty crazy so yeah hopefully you guys are all doing well and just sticking sticking through and not giving up because if if you can see it like everyone's in the same boat really yeah we're all just trying to get through so but yeah today hopefully you guys are gonna enjoy this episode for those who don't know much about sonography or are going into it or you know are curious about it um we're gonna dive deep into general sonography and answer your question which is what is general sonography and that's just basically what is like ultrasound in general but the term for doing ultrasound is sonography and the group is called general for those who don't know ultrasound, it's just called general sonography. And Lynn here has a definition for you. If you Google sonography, general sonography, what do you get? So what is general sonography? General sonography covers um, ultrasound imaging in obstetrics and gynecology, um, evaluation of the abdomen, thyroid, scrotum, prostate, neurosonography, and... And breasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she Am I missing it? anything else? Um, I mean, that's pretty much the general what? gist of it. That's the all the specialties yeah. under um under general, general, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to become a sonographer, a general sonographer, a registered diagnostic medical sonographer, which is RDMS, those are the things that you could get registered in, basically. So if you go onto ARDMS.org and you click on that RDMS tab, which gives you the options of what kind of, you know, registered sonographer or ultrasound technologist, for those of you who don't know, they're like, you know, the definitions we get called. Um, you can get registered in abdomen, breast, OBGYN, and pediatric sonography. So under that tab also says fetal echo. So I'm assuming you, that's also part of it. Echo is a whole nother story we'll talk about in the future, but they have that under that tab for some reason. So because must be a reason. Um, it ties in with OB and PD, mostly OB, fetal mm-hmm. echo, right? Yes. Yeah. So it ties in with OB. Yeah. So, you know, I wonder, so can I take that? <laughs> you can, yes. Oh, cool. Wow. Well, I don't scan fetal echo in general, um, but 
in general, you can scan all of that because it's part of OBGYN, which is what Lynn is saying. So today we're going to talk about all of those exams a little bit more in depth. Uh, I am a general sonographer. Lynn is an echovascular student. So but, she, but but I am but, learning general right now. <laughs> but she's I am learning. actually learning general. Yes. And what did she just do this past? What happened on your test? Oh, I got <laughs> a 96 on my Yay. OB midterm Yay. and a 94 on my abdomen midterm. Good job. See? See? Echovascular and abdomen. So maybe I can do general and OB too, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I like OB. That's good. I'm glad that you like it. I don't. <laughs> but, you know, I have to scan them. The mm-hmm. thing is, is that if you're so lucky to go to school like Lynn that teaches everything, that would be very ideal if that's something you're interested in, you know? So kind of do your research and see if they offer all of the modalities. So all of the general and echo and vascular, which is really cool. Mine only taught general. so. So that's why I'm in general. But did you like learning about abdomen and OBGYN? Was it weird to because you were doing echovascular this whole time around? Um, it's not weird at all, but um, because we, or at least I have the echo and vascular um, information as a background, like abdomen comes easier mm-hmm. than OB, you know, because yeah. all the vasculature. And now we're just taking it in a different point of view. And then OB is like a whole another field. So mm-hmm. it's really fascinating. Um, my program, you know, like they teach you everything. And then um, with some of my classmates and I'm sure like other students as well, who just, who um, came onto this program wanting only to do echo and vascular or just general and don't want to do the other track they kind of get like I don't want to do this one why do we have to do this one you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's kind of like depending on how you see it yeah and um you know I even though there are times I'm like I'm ready to take my echo and vascular and I don't know if I can continue with abdomen and OB but I do appreciate um the opportunity to learn this Mm -hmm. general track and I don't know maybe I'll scan them in the future i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's good because a lot of times um that's a good way to see it though because some people they know they don't want to do echovascular so -hmm. you can kind of just go to a school that only offers general or uh, general and vascular so my school taught general and vascular included with that because out here in las vegas all of the departments all of the hospitals and most of the outpatient places they do general and vascular. So we do all of that stuff, abdomen, breast, OBGYN, pediatrics, and we do vascular. Um, and out here in Vegas, echo is its own department. So echo is completely separate. Um, and that's different in all different cities. So just make sure you're doing your research as always. But uh, I'll kind of just kind of go into um, what I learned in my program first and how we, we were structured. And what happened was they taught us vascular first. Um, so we could, you know, that's kind of like the easier protocol. If you know, you know, obviously venuses, right? And we'll talk about that 
in the future when we dive deep into vascular. Um, but we learned vascular first. We learned how to do legs first. And, and then after that, we got to do abdomen. So I'll dive more into abdomen, but abdomen ultrasounds, you know, we do them because patients have like abdominal pain or abnormal blood work. So they'll say like elevated liver function tests or elevated kidney um, enzymes and or elevated white blood cells. So, you know, any any sort of anything with too much increased or even too low, like abnormal lab values. Um, do they teach you that in school? Because not yet. I, I was gonna say they didn't, <laughs> they didn't teach us that really in lab, but we just kind of learned how to scan, um, you know, but they teach you, you know, the reasons why you're doing these exams for like abdomen, the most common one is like abdominal pain, obviously. And uh, the ab abdominal cavity includes a lot of organs because our bodies are built up with so many different things and so many different things come together. So we have to, under ultrasound, look at all of them. And so they created this protocol. And in ultrasound, you do protocols um, to do your exam. You, When you guys go to school, for those who aren't in it yet, you will learn the protocols and these are basically the images you're going to take for every organ that you are examining. And you are the doctor's eye. So you are making sure you're getting all of the images for the doctor that they need. So one, we have a reason for this exam. Two, we need to set out the protocol and make sure we get all the images for the doctor so they can you know, take a sweep through of everything in the body and see what's going on. So abdomen consists of the pancreas, the aorta and IVC, which are the vessels of the heart, and then the liver, gallbladder, the common bile duct, the kidneys, right and left kidneys, and the spleen. Did I miss anything? And it, it I mean, it doesn't seem like that much, but it's a lot. <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. that's part of our protocol. Um, I don't know if, do you guys do the CBD and all that stuff? Yeah, CBD. Gallbladder. I'm learning it. You're learning all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. So it's all of that. It's like the the biliary system. It's all the different systems inside the abdomen, and we have to make sure that everything looks good. And what our job is as a general sonographer is to make sure we're getting all the images in our protocol, and make sure that we're not missing anything. Um, there's a lot of benign or, which means non-cancerous things you can find on people's kidneys, gallbladders, liver, like cysts and things like that, that you learn about. And they're, they're just, they're normal. It's just, it's just there. And so you'll have to take pictures and document all that stuff. Um, abdomen is actually quite, I feel like it's daunting at first because there's so many organs and so much pathology. And that's the one question I think everyone asks me, like, how do you study for abdomen? because there's so much stuff. But I think if you just kind of organize it to each organ, you can, you know, understand it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that's abdomen. And there's a lot of different things we could do with ultrasound, like procedures. We can go in there and do biopsies, take some tissue samples, or even drain some fluid from the abdomen. And yeah, that's pretty much abdomen.
Is there anything that you have any questions about abdomen? <laughs> There's just, it's just, you know, belly. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's the belly. Yeah. Um, like no. kidney stones. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just general in general. The, the one exam I think that's very popular in the ER. General? Mm-hmm. Or um, like are, you all, about, are you talking like about abdomen. specific yeah. Like organ. Yeah, like abdomen is very popular because people come in for vomiting, mm-hmm. like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Like so, those, what studies would you yeah. do for um, like patients with that symptoms? Yeah, so nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or like um, abdomen pain. It would be usually an abdomen complete where you look at the entire abdomen because okay. they're trying to rule out gallbladder mm-hmm. stuff or um, kidney stuff. Um, or uh, a right upper quadrant, which includes everything on the right side and not, and not this left kidney or the spleen. Like they're like, I don't care about the left kidney or spleen. I want to see everything on the right side of the body. Some places include pancreas. We include the pancreas. Um, but yeah, for abdomen, you're just doing the entire abdominal cavity and for pediatrics, it's a little bit different because you add the bladder in with that scan. Um, you can also do like a dedicated kidney exam if it's just for flank pain on your sides or for kidney stones or hematuria, which is blood in your urine, uh, or your dysuria, which is pain when you pee. And you learn all these things in medical terminology, <laughs> but there's uh, dedicated exams where you can just do just the gallbladder or just the kidneys or, or the whole entire abdomen. And most doctors are like, let's just do the whole entire abdomen, you know? Um, but that's mostly uh, one of the popular things that people become registered in is abdomen in, gen- in general sonography. Like they'll they'll do an abdomen registry and become registered in that. Now, to become an RDMS, you need to just be registered in one specialty. Um, and then you can get registered in multiple specialties if you want. But just because you're registered in abdomen doesn't mean you're not going to scan OBGYN as a general sonographer. So the next type of exam we'll talk about is OBGYN. And Lynn is currently uh, learning all that good stuff and is liking it, which for me, I I didn't like it because it was the last thing I learned in clinicals. So I had a very hard time with it. Um, But OBGYN includes obviously early pregnancy, which is like before six weeks, you know, first trimester, second and third trimester. And each span of the pregnancy, you're going to have different types of protocols. And the pregnancies sometimes will include the ovaries, um, but not always. Like if you're in second and third trimester, the baby gets so big and your uterus gets so big that you usually can't really see the ovaries. Um, But in the beginning stages of pregnancy, you'll see the ovaries. So OBGYN is a huge, is a huge you know, specialty. Yeah. Specialty in general, because you can do a lot of different exams with that, including the pelvis exam. So the pelvic exam, if you're not pregnant, then you're just looking at the the ovaries and the uterus and the cervix. Now with OBGYN, you can scan on top of the belly, or you can do endovaginal, or um, that's the internal exam, which we call transvaginal. And that's where the probe goes through the vaginal canal. And that's a very, very common exam too. Lots of patients come to the hospital or to outpatient for like 
abnormal periods or abnormal bleeding or symptoms of PCOS. You can have pelvic pain, there's infections, and there's a lot of other things, even vomiting and like um, excruciating like pelvic pain. That's probably the most common thing that people do pelvic ultrasounds. Um, but you guys will learn also the reasons why people get these exams in school. It's just OBGYN is another part that you have to learn. That's remember we're doing the whole entire body for general sonography and you have to know everything. So it seems like a lot and it is, but it's yeah. doable because obviously mm-hmm. we're all doing it. We're all, we're all capable of scanning any type of organ that a doctor gives us, you know? So, um, OBGYN is really cool. And I I think if I really wanted to practice more and do more, then maybe I would get better at it. But it's not very common for us to do second and third trimesters in my hospital. But we will go into deeper depth in the future with OBGYN because we wanted to put that in its own thing as well because it's such a big deal. And then after OBGYN, we have thyroid. You said, and then scrotum, those are like superficial structures, superficial structures, musculoskeletal, things like that. Um, Have you scanned any of those in school? No. So with our program, we, um, instead of scanning superficial structures, we have echo three. So the general track, instead of having echo three, they have superficial structures, Okay. but in lab, I did play with the phantoms, which is, in case you guys don't know, um, it's like a, a mannequin, a model mannequin where we can practice scanning. And I scanned the prostate. You know, I scanned it um, trans abdominally. So I put the probe on top of the stomach, even though it is a trans rectum. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a phantom? That's cool. See, I it's wish pretty we had cool. that. Um, but we don't have that. So we didn't get to learn that stuff until in clinicals. But at least you get to see them. Yeah, prostate. People don't know we scan prostates. Um, that's also included in your abdomen registry. So uh, if you are planning on taking the abdomen registry, make sure you study prostate too. Because it's such a something that we don't really look at all the time. Mm-hmm. It's usually an incidental finding. Um, but you can usually see it on the male pelvis if you're scanning the bladder area. Um so, you know, prostate, thyroid, and then we can basically scan anywhere along the body uh, for like masses, lymph nodes, bumps, lumps, um, fluid collections, abscesses, things like that. So if a patient came in with like swelling on their neck, we would do like a neck protocol and take a look at the neck because you can have lymph nodes that are enlarged all over your body, even in your groin basically anywhere. So if they're like, mm-hmm. Hey, there's like a swollen cheek, like you'll scan the cheek. Cause there's a parotid gland right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can basically see what's going on with the soft tissue. Um, and that's very important because ultrasound is not no radiation and it's pretty easy to do, you know, like, Hey, let's just get an ultrasound real quick and look at your cheek and see what's going on. So that. The ultrasound to do soft tissue is very, very fabulous. It's probably the best thing to do for your first type of exam. And then if they really need more imaging, 
and to, to look at it a little bit better, then they'll probably order a CAT scan or an MRI to get more detailed and things like that. But ultrasound is really good for superficial stuff, especially if it's really close to the surface. Because what we learn in physics is if it's really close to the camera, it's better quality. You know, if it goes deeper into the body, do all your physics stuff to make it look a little bit better. And you'll get, you'll learn that in school. <laughs> but Superficial structures, those are really good to to do ultrasound with. And we do that in general. So Lynn won't have to do any of that when she does echovascular. Nope. <laughs> the, the most I would do is probably the thyroid mm, with the carotid. Carotid, yeah. You know? Maybe she'll see okay. some incidental findings. So the thyroid, obviously, it, it's usually like has to do with labs, like elevated labs or, or uh, decreased lab values. Um, you know, hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, if there's a lump in your neck, if you're having difficulty swallowing, things like that. Um, but yeah, general sonography includes everything in your body. Um, and it does include the vascular system for many places, but we will dive deeper into vascular in the future. <laughs> and yeah, all of this stuff you have to learn all this stuff in order to be able to do pediatrics. So, you know, pediatrics is the whole entire general. It's everything in general. And then also looking at a baby's like bowel system. So we check for like intussusception, which is where the intestines kind of like telescope on one another. So like, you know, they kind of like get stuck and then there's like an obstruction in there and it's just, is really weird looking on ultrasound, but you can find it really well on ultrasound. So a lot of pediatric exams, they will gear towards ultrasound. So if you guys like kids and scanning, you know, wanting to scan kids, go into pediatrics because it's, it's really cool to see. You'll get a lot of ultrasound exams with pediatrics. We do baby hips. We do baby spines. We do baby stomachs. So there's this muscle that we have that connects to our stomach, which is called the pylorus muscle. And we see if it gets thicker and that's what creates projectile vomiting on a baby. So a lot of times when babies come in for like a lot of vomiting, we'll scan their muscle to see like if there's a stenosis or basically like a blockage or the muscles thickened. So they're not getting the food into their stomach and it's just, they're just vomiting it out of their, <laughs> their mouth. So uh, some of the parents will be like, oh, that baby's vomiting like the exorcist or something. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and, yeah, isn't that crazy? No. Um, but then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably positive. You know, cause if it's like, Wah. that's mm -hmm. usually the sign of a pyloric stenosis. Um, but there's a bunch of other things we do in pediatrics that deals with the the bowels and everything we do on an adult we do on a pediatrics um last is that thing, why is that why we have to learn adult first mm -hmm. so that we can go into pediatrics yes because and that's why it's its own thing because there's so many things you can learn about pediatrics i mean when i had to take the pediatric registry i was like oh my gosh it's a lot which is just like normal adult stuff but now for kids because then you have to learn the different stages of life as a kid, like when they're just out of the womb as a neonatal baby, and then when they're a little toddler, and then when they're like child, and then when they're a teen, you know, like there's just this whole span of life that we have to know. And as a sonographer, I'm just amazed at the amount of information I know. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure you're mm-hmm. amazed too, like knowing all the things you do with echovascular. Um, but it's good to know everything in adults first and then learn pediatrics. And that's the whole premise of it is if you, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to do pediatrics. Well, you still have to learn the whole thing in general. Oh, I want to do OBGYN. Oh, you still have to learn the whole thing, abdomen, OBGYN, <laughs> and small parts, you know. Um, also, breast is part of all of that. So breast is, it's one of the more, they say, easier registries to get because it's just focused on the breast. Um, but obviously, you know, we do breast just like superficial um, stuff. We just kind of look for lumps, bumps breast pain, abscesses, things like that, breast tissue. Breast is very, very specialized and we don't do it in the hospital setting unless it's just for abscess. We'll scan breast in outpatient settings. It's an outpatient exam because you have to have usually a mammal with it because ultrasound is not the best modality for breast. It's just helpful for a mammal as well, but we do scan it um, as well in the general sonography. So Lynn does not have to scan breast. If you don't want to scan breast, if you don't want to scan OBGYN and you don't want to scan um, pregnancies or like vaginal bleeding, if you don't want to do T-vages, if you don't want to do prostates, if you don't want to do any of that stuff, you don't have to. You can go into echovascular. <laughs> you can. Yeah. So, but that's just ultrasound in general. And hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully that was a pretty good dive into general sonography. What do you think? Oh. I think that was very, very informative. I think, I think it's really good. Like, um, I was just thinking when you were saying this, like, if only I have this much information when I was applying to my program, I was like, what is general sonography? Mm-hmm. I think you summed it up really, really well. Um, quick question. Mm-hmm. Would you consider uh neurosonography in your Oh, yeah. general as well because so, um I know the RDMS doesn't do neuro yeah. anymore so yeah. where do you think that would ties into That's like vascular or general mm-hmm. so I appreciate you uh bringing that up because I totally forgot about it they did put that in the definition but it's on ARDMS where it says neurosynology registrant and back in the day you would take a neuro exam to become registered in neuro. Now, the only thing that is in neuro are transcranial Dopplers or TCDs. And you, that's actually a vascular type of scan. So that's the scan in the brain. Neurosonography is the scan of your brain. And it's a very tedious exam. And you don't want to do it unless you actually know what you're doing. Because this is very, very, um, I guess you could say like, it, you need a lot of skill to know and make sure you're looking at the right vessels in the brain because everything's so tiny it's like mm-hmm. millimeters and one movement off your window you're gone like there it's a very difficult exam but I think that it is technically part of general vascular now mm-hmm. I only say that because neurosonography is usually only done in an ICU setting um or in like a hospital setting I I I don't know if they do them in outpatient because all the outpatient places I've ever worked at never did TCDs. And so, you know, I see other hospitals that do them, but if you're at a place where they specialize in TCDs, you know, you're usually a general slash vascular sonographer. Now, do they do that at your hospital or where you were learning? 
Um, so I've seen TCDs at outpatient, which is mm-hmm. in a cardiologist uh, practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the hospital that I was at, the only department that does TCD is the general department. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's like really depends on yeah. where you are, yep. what or how, you know, the facility is run. Mm-hmm. And um, I do agree with you that TCD is mostly vascular Mm-hmm. Because, and it's really, really difficult because when I was learning it, you know, you only have these windows yeah. and you can't really see, you know, you can't really put a probe on your head and see arteries yeah. and veins. You just have to know the depth of where it is in the brain to know what arteries it is. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it is difficult. It is very, very fascinating. Yeah. But you just got to have years to know everything. Yeah. I think if you're a new grad, TCDs will be very difficult if you didn't get training in them. Um, Mm. So you need to get trained in them. I've seen students who are getting the certificates and they're being trained from actual people who do the TCD training and they train them, they get certificates. For us, we have a few people, only a few people in our hospital that really know how to do TCDs and they train each other we train people who want to learn tcds because it's such a tedious exam we do them every day you scan patients for at least 14 days straight in a row sometimes up to three weeks four weeks just to make sure their brain you know is okay because you can have vasospasm which is like elevation of the velocities and it goes up and down within 24 hours and it can get really confusing Um, so it's very important that you get uh, trained in it well but that's a good question because a lot of people who ask me, like, I want to do neurosonography. What do I do? It kind of depends on where you live. Um, and you just have to get trained in it by someone. I don't think, because uh, like in school, they didn't, in my program, they didn't teach us TCDs. Like I learned that on the job. And I think many places, a lot of things you'll have to learn will be on the job. And that's good too, though. It's like, it's good to know, even if you graduate and you don't learn it, you can still learn it down the line. Mm-hmm. So definitely, um, if you guys are still looking into programs and things like that, do your research and figure out where in your city or town you can do neurosonography. Um, And I'm sure with Facebook groups, with social media nowadays, you guys can do all the research asking around, hey, where can I do this? Where can I do that? And that'll probably be your best premise on where to start. It's just with anything in general. So Mm -hmm. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> yes, and, and uh, if after this episode you find that general is not for you, stay mm-hmm. tuned to our future episode because we will dive into echovascular OB. Um, I believe that's all we're doing. Are we doing? Are we doing yeah. other specialties as well, or just uh, doing well, the big we'll, ones? We're doing the big ones for now, and then eventually. Okay. eventually and if you, you guys, guys request know. MSK and midwife yeah. and stuff definitely work on that for you yeah we kind of just like hit the big stuff right and i think neurosonography like msk um and midwife all those things like they're a little bit more smaller in our in ultrasound but they are there we don't want to like you know say they're not but they are it's just not as big as abdomen and obgyn um so yeah, just know that if you want to go into any of those things, you have to learn all that stuff. You have to yes. learn all so of you it. have to learn all <laughs> the big specialties first, general, 
echovascular OB. Um, so that's what we are trying to do with this episode and our future episodes is to dive in depth with each of the specialties so that you know what specialties you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And hopefully these episodes will help you. Yeah. So until next week, well, we're yes. going to have a guest on hopefully and you guys will learn a little bit about them. Yes. And see uh, how they're lives are as in our dms mm-hmm. and before we go if you haven't had a chance please uh if you're watching this comment like subscribe to just house youtube channel for more future episodes and what else apple and spotify mm-hmm. podcast if you are listening please set your notifications and if you can rate us five stars because we do read them we do uh check them to see it's just like a way for us to measure how we're doing and so that we can do better for you mm-hmm. yeah so we appreciate it much. thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time bye, bye.